What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching on the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Eric Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about social media content creation ideas. These are going to be my top four ways to generate new ideas for content that not only will get attention, but also have a good chance at growing your business. So you'll hear that some of them are really geared towards finding a bunch of your target customers, and some of them are even geared towards handling objections that potential buyers might have right now uh, for your products. So there's a lot behind this content that is just uh, that is not just to grow your views, but also to get you sales. So make sure you listen up today. And then at the very end, I will be talking about a couple different bonus locations that I get content ideas from whenever I am totally stumped and I need to come out with a podcast episode. Where do I pull out my back pocket ideas to still come out with an episode in time? So all that today, be sure you're subscribed to the show. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Let's get right into the content. The first location I recommend you get your content creation ideas from is starting with search volume. If we just come out with ideas based off of what we talk want to talk about that week, that is good for always being passionate about what we're talking about, but it also only has so much upside if you are not coming out with content that is actually being searched for. Now, this is going to be especially in particular to YouTube or podcast content or anything that's search-based, like a blog article. But even on Instagram, you want to be able to come out with content that was actually what was on the top of their mind. So for instance, for this episode, this is how this idea came about. Content creation ideas is something that I can talk about this week, and sure, I'm inspired enough to talk about it, but then when I went in the system and used this program called Keywords Everywhere, which I'll put a uh, my affiliate link for below if you wouldn't mind using that if you're interested. Uh, you do have to get the pro version to get the data that I'm seeing here if you're watching with me on YouTube. You can see that if I type in, let's say, like content and then just see what auto-populates. I can see content creator ideas has 320 searches per month. Content marketing has 110,000 searches per month. And then like content ideas for YouTube has 1,300. Content ideas, 6,600. Content ideas for Instagram, 1,900 per month. And I can derive what the exact title and theme, you know, the subject of my video is uh, from this rather than just saying, let me just do like social media content ideas, which was my original idea, but that had a lot less uh, views than something like content marketing. So I haven't uh, exactly decided what I want to call this video yet. So I won't say like what I chose, uh, but in the end, you can check whatever I named it on YouTube. And I might even name it differently on podcasts just based off of how I feel the search volume is on the two different locations. So starting your content creation ideas with search volume is a great way, especially if you're trying to grow on YouTube, because if there's not much search volume on what you're talking about, uh, it's very uh, hard to get this video shown to people unless you already have a lot of subscribers. That's the cool thing is once you get a lot of subscribers on a channel like or on a platform like YouTube, you can more talk about whatever you want to. But as a small channel, it's pretty important to talk about things that are actually being searched for uh, to give yourself a fighting chance to rank against some of these other channels. Now, the 
pro of this is there's the high upside that you can get from the search volume. And then the con is it might not be what you want to talk about that week. And for uh, for my business where I have to do education in the Instagram marketing space, I would love to teach businesses how to get more sales on Instagram. But there's not much search volume around how to get more sales on Instagram. There is a lot on how to get more followers on Instagram, though. So in unfortunate situations like like mine, where I would love to educate people on how to get more sales because that ultimately is more important for them as a small business, that's not what they're searching for. So I do feel like there is a little bit of a dilemma that when content is created solely based off of search volume. Uh, it's usually just what a bunch of people are searching for, but what the general public is searching for is usually not the best question they could be uh, asking to propel their business. And this is why I'm a big proponent of getting a personal mentor, because if you have a really good coach and you ask them a question that is not really that good of a question, they'll answer it, but they'll also tell you the question that you should have asked and give you the answer to that. And that insight is uh, hard to come across uh, unless you actually are talking to a person. So just my quick two cents on the pros and cons of starting your content with search volume is it might not be exactly what the people you're educating need to know. It is just a popular thing. So uh, that's why I do a combination of these different content idea strategies so that you can um, utilize the pros and cons, uh, not, not the cons, but utilize the pros of all of them. The second place to get your content creation ideas is to start with a trend. So this could be you seeing some kind of trend on TikTok or Reels and just fitting into that. Or if you see um, uh, like a popular audio is another great way to do this, especially if this is going to be for Reels or TikTok. Uh, starting with the audio is often the easiest way to create a post. And then to also know that you are utilizing a trending audio, so it will probably already have a good amount of views tied to it just doing that. So for Reels, this is pretty much how I how I create most of the content is just going through the feed and looking in the bottom left corner for that little arrow that shows you that it's a trending audio. And if it is, then you can consider doing it. And even if it doesn't have that arrow on it, if I'm like, well, I feel like I could do a reel to this and there's already like a hundred reels, so it's not trending, but hey, it still has been used, then I'm still gonna use it. I'm not gonna throw out all audios that don't have the arrow uh, if I still want to use it. Uh, but starting with the trending audio and then reverse engineering to fit your contents or your company's message into that, uh, you, you know, that audio, is a great way to, to consistently create content and always just have an idea. Now, the pros is that this is the easiest way that you can create content because it involves you just scrolling the feed and searching for audios that you feel like you could uh, fit your message into. The cons is one, the research phase for this is just scrolling social media. So for me, I have have had to personally pretty much get rid of TikTok most of the time because if I try to do content research over there, it's pretty easy to for me to just go into a vortex of just watching too much content. Uh, but I will say that when you get your content ideas from TikTok instead of Reels, this is usually better because you are catching these trends uh, a couple weeks, if not a couple months, before they get to Reels. 
And I would say only about 30% of TikTok trends even make it over to Instagram anyways, if that. So there's a bunch of trends that you might want to do that are on TikTok or some audios that you'll never really see on Reels because only like the really, really popular ones, especially ones that are easy for businesses to do, uh, seem to make it over to Reels consistently. So starting with the audio on Reels or TikTok or just whatever the trend is, right? If there's some kind of you know, ALS ice bucket challenge or something like that. Obviously, that's uh, that's a trend and that there's a cause with that. So it's slightly different, but uh, really anything that's just going on online uh, or even if there is a the Super Bowl is coming up, like the football uh, Super Bowl in America for my international listeners, uh, it would be easy for pretty much any business to talk about that, but then however their company relates to it. If you're a chef, hey, we're talking about Super Bowl food, right? Uh, talk about whatever is going on in modern day pop culture and then however your business relates is another way to utilize a, a trend because people's attention is already there, right? If uh, the, the season finale of Stranger Things just comes out, then doing something with Stranger Things and your company, it's just something to, to potentially think about if you don't have a content creation idea and you need to reverse engineer it from something that's going to work. Now, idea number three is starting with your message. So this is a, a little bit more obvious. This is where you say, this is the message that I want to get out to people. This is what I want to teach people. And then you're picking the audio, the format, uh, and how you're going to film it. And then you're becoming more of a director after of exactly the execution, how you're going to get it out. Maybe you're going to do a Twitter post, uh, maybe even to do it on Reels, you're just going to screenshot that Twitter post. And that's how you'd rather get it out. Pretty much any Twitter quote that I have, I could turn it into a, a reel, just screenshotting the Twitter quote, or I could speak it out loud and just teach the tip uh, just by filming myself, or I could do a professional podcast full length and then clip it out and make it that way. There, you have all these options, and because there's all these options is why this can be a little bit harder uh, until you're more experienced because you'll have a lot of ideas of how you want to execute it, and it might not always play out the way that you think about how it's going to look in your head. Like you film it and you're like, this is not at all how I thought it would look. And it can be a little bit harder to start with your message. But ultimately, this is still mostly where your content's going to come from. Because once you started your business and you're just going throughout your week, you're probably thinking about content like pretty much all the time, right? Even as you just go into the grocery store, you might be thinking a little bit about your company or how it relates, or you might have some kind of epiphany uh, just on a drive. And that's how you come up with what you want to teach your audience, what is valuable to them. So the pro to this is that it is usually exactly what your followers actually need to know. So it's great for keeping your followers. It's great for really setting yourself apart, uh, creating that truly unique value that you are not cramming a message into some kind of trending format. You are just starting with exactly what you want to say. The con is just there is uh, infinite options for how you present it. So it can be a little bit harder uh, until you really get a sense of your style. Now, the last one we're going to talk about is the one that would give you the most benefit benefit for actually selling your offer, and that is starting your content ideas based off of how to sell your offer and what information might someone who is considering your offer but hasn't bought it yet, what information might they need to know in order to push them over the, the fence and uh, get them to make a purchase. 
So to give an example, I'm working with someone right now that is selling skincare. I'm actually working with two skincare companies uh, as we speak, but one of them is selling different types of skin oils for uh, each of the different types of skin, right? So she's got oils uh, that people can buy for their skin, but for the five different types of skin, whether it's like oily or dry, uh, it, you know, any of those combinations, they they can pick whatever oil would be good for their skin. Now, in order for someone to buy that, they must first know what type of skin they are. Otherwise, they right? They're just looking at five different uh, oils and they have no idea which one to pick and they'd have to go out and do all that research on their own. So it's better for us to just create some kind of guide and you can create an Instagram post where it answers like what type of skin are you and they can figure it out so that you can actually get the sale, right? So you're bridging um, the information that someone would need before they could buy or you're handling an objection they might have before they would buy. So another example for my company, for a digital education company, if I have a an offer that teaches people how to run Instagram ads, an objection they might have is, I've already tried to run Instagram ads before and they just confuse the shit out of me. I just feel like that backend system is so confusing that I, I don't wanna try it again. So I can come out with videos that is like understanding Facebook Ads Manager, teaching all the terms that are back there. Uh, what are the different types of campaign and what do they all mean when you're setting this up? What would you choose between campaign, campaign budget optimization or ad set budget optimization? Answering a bunch of questions that people that are trying to start their own ad campaign themselves would have when they get back there uh, are what I can create a bunch of videos on. So obviously those are great to put out on YouTube because a lot of times those are search-based. Uh, and then I can consider, would this be good to still put on Reels or TikTok? Do I think it would still do well with a, a general audience? And then just having that information readily available for your followers to find just helps people move uh, down the sales process. So uh, I, I do have a video, for instance, instance called understanding Facebook's uh, Facebook ads manager sorry and uh, a good place that I can put that is in my email sequences of whenever someone signs up that when they're curious uh, about my offers or if I think they'd actually be a good customer and I've made them an offer and they're not buying then me sending them that video that helps them get their feet wet with Instagram ads is a good way to get them confident that, all right, I can see that I can at least work this program. It just takes a little bit of practice and, and, and learning. And then now I'm more prepared to take on a paid ads course. So I can give information that can make people uh, more at the the starting point, right? We're, we're bridging the gap between where they are and the starting point of your course. So that's for those of you who do digital education, or even if you do like in-person fitness coaching, what would they, where would they have to be before they would want you, before they would seek you out and need your help? What are the things they would want covered? Well, they probably would have to start going to the gym. So let's come out with content on that, that bridges the gap between uh, where they are and where they could buy from us. Okay, so that is uh, the four, uh, the fourth location of where I might come up with content creation ideas, especially if you're not getting a lot of sales and you feel like you're getting a lot of website traffic, but they're not converting. You could be just using some extra, um, you know, content on your feed or on YouTube that could help people uh, understand what they need to before they make the purchasing decision. Now. To wrap up here, I have two bonus locations 
of how to create content easily if you are completely out of ideas, but you still wanna post something that's gonna do well. The first one is doing a news update in your market. So this could be just going to Google, let's say you do an account on uh, motocross. You could just type in motocross news online, find an article that is recent, find some kind of quote, find some beef that is going on between two, two motocrossers, and then just make a post about it. You're going to become a news reporter, and then your originality is just going to come from your take on it. But it's usually a very easy way to get a lot of uh, people interested. If you are a golf page and some beef happens, uh, or like something happened last week, I think it was Bryson DeChambeau, man, I don't, I don't know names. <laughs> I shouldn't have used this example, but uh, there's a golfer that uh, like got clotheslined by a rope and like damaged his eye last week, and he was being all whiny about it. It was really funny. So all the golf pages were posting that and going viral. Like you gotta, you gotta post the news. The news is one of the easiest ways to go viral, and you don't have to think about it. You just have to post whatever is popular, and that's how news stations have just infinite content. They just uh, are talking about the the content that is given to them and what is already trending. So um, think about that for news updates in your market. And then the last one would be interviewing someone. This is going to be great for podcasting and YouTube. Uh, but even if you're on Instagram, I feel like if you wanted to do like a full length uh, interview with someone and then just clip it up to be reels, this could still make for great content. And I think the way that works best to display it for an interview would be the top and bottom uh, format rather than like left, right with uh, a lot of blank space. So if you're interviewing someone on Zoom, then you guys are going to probably be right next to each other on Zoom, like to the left and right of each other, your your screens. But if you stack it where it's uh, top and bottom, that should do a lot better on Reels with the 9x16. You really don't want any uh, black space on your Reels because uh, if the video is not full screen, it, it's really hard for that reel to do well. So you could interview someone, and that's just another way that you can utilize their content, but just your curiosity uh, to create that content and uh, still get some some good stuff out. So I hope this was beneficial for you. Be sure you're subscribed. If you're not already, smash the like button, all that good stuff. And if you are listening on audio podcasts, if you could leave a review, it would be very much appreciated. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Thank you.